0: These scammers are smart, and they steal across accounts and across institutions. And they're not just doing things that appear in your credit report.
1: Welcome, both clients and all listeners, to a new episode of the Money Conscious podcast from the Millstone Evans Group, where we discuss investing, financial planning, and life. Please listen to important disclosures at the end. Visit us at MillstoneEvansGroup.com, and thanks for joining us. This is Dave Singleton, and I work with the Millstone Evans Group team on the Money Conscious podcast and the firm's communications, and I'm also a long-time client. I'm really excited about today's Money Conscious episode because it's about keeping your finances secure and avoiding fraud and scams. And I think, unfortunately, all of us know all too well this is an increasingly important concern. Our focus today is on a company and a service called Eversafe. Eversafe guards against fraud, identity theft, and age-related financial security issues. It's a personal detection and alert system that stops scammers in their tracks before they wreak havoc on your financial life. It's an easy-to-maneuver program that keeps track of your and your family's finances, credit, bills, and even real estate. It analyzes activity across accounts and institutions because that's how scammers operate. We'll share a little bit more about this later in the episode, but Eversafe, along with other services such as Everplans and uh, Medicare planning, are complementary added value longevity services that the Millstone Evans Group offers clients. Today, I'm hosting the episode, and our regular host, Sasha Millstone, is in the guest seat, along with the firm's life cycle planning specialist, Tony Noto, and Director of Operations and Financial Planning Associate, Marshall Frindetier. Most of you know Sasha, the Millstone of Millstone Evans, and president of the firm, who's been a financial advisor and leader in the industry for decades as well as Tony, our experienced longevity planning leader, and Marshall, our cybersecurity and operations guru. You can learn more about Sasha, Tony, Marshall, and the team on the firm's website, millstoneevansgroup.com. We are very pleased to host two of the leaders of Eversafe, co-founder and CEO Howard Tischler and co-founder and chief operating officer Elizabeth Lowy. Before we dive into this episode, let me share a little about each. Howard is a specialist in applying technology to solve challenging problems, and he spearheaded the development of Eversafe. A seasoned technology executive, Howard brings a blend of expertise in financial services, risk management, data analytics, and software development to Eversafe. In addition to serving as Eversafe's CEO, Howard serves on the advisory boards of Lendkey and the George Washington University School of Engineering and Applied Sciences. Howard was inducted into the George Washington University Engineering Hall of Fame in 2012. Liz spent three decades in law enforcement as an expert on issues related to fraud, elder financial abuse, and identity theft. She's worked on so many cases, I can't wait to ask about a few of those cases, one in particular. At Eversafe, Liz's goal is to prevent fraud before it escalates often costing victims and caregivers a lifetime of savings. She's been a featured speaker in the U.S. and Europe for conferences involving financial services professionals, regulators, investors, and consumers. So welcome, Howard and Liz. Thank you. Thank you. Let's dive in. Howard, before we get into the nitty-gritty of how the service works, could you tell us a little about how you came up with the idea for Eversafe? I heard you founded the firm after your mother was financially exploited.
2: Yes, that is what happened. And in reality, it was really Liz and I that came up with the idea for EverSafe. I became interested in the topic after my mother was financially exploited and she lost her lifetime of savings. And what happened there was it started with a telemarketer who called her and sold her an auto club policy for $80 a month doesn't sound bad however she didn't own a car didn't have a driver's license and she was legally blind from there other telemarketers she we got onto we suspect what's called a sucker list and other telemarketers would call her and sell her inappropriate products and services she eventually fell very far behind on her credit card bills and brought a friend in to help her pay her bills And that friend stole the rest of her money. And that was what, when I got involved, I took my mother to uh, my niece's graduation, saw that my mother was having some problems with her memory. I went back to South Carolina with her, and that's when I discovered $8,000, $10,000 credit card bills when she was very careful over her lifetime of carefully managing her money. So that, that was really how I became interested in the topic. At the same time, I lived in Washington, D.C., and there was a famous case in the media that was occurring up in New York City. So I contacted the Manhattan District Attorney's Office to learn more about this case that was in the media and to see what I could do about what happened with my mother. And I was fortunate enough at that time to have Liz return my call and that was how we met i was a little bit persistent i'm not shy and reserved but i was able to get together and speak with liz and that that's kind of how we got together and from there we got together we talked about what the problem is how large the problem was i was shocked at how big the problem was
1: Right. I mean, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have either experienced this kind of senior fraud, I know I have with my mother, or are worried about their parents facing it because it is just so widespread. Uh, Liz, could you could you share with our listeners whatever safe is, you know, you just define it, how it works, how it helps mitigate risk and alleviate security concerns. How would you explain it to a layperson like me?
0: <laughs> sure. And it's not really that difficult to understand. I will start by saying what we're not. We do look at credit, but there are plenty of identity theft, credit monitoring services out there. We do that, but that's not, that's not the only thing that we do. And so that's really important. As a former prosecutor, these cases, even when crime was down in New York City, uh, my unit, the cases, the number of cases kept escalating because these scammers are really good at what they do. And so when I met with Howard, he asked me, why is this such a huge problem? It happened to his mother. He had read it was happening to a lot of folks and not just older people, younger adults as well. And what I told him was, and you just said it, these scammers are smart and they steal across accounts and across institutions. And they're not just doing things that appear in your credit report. So there are folks who ask us, well, I get bank monitoring or my credit card company is pretty good at notifying me. But the truth is the way scammers operating is they usually start small and then their activity really cuts across accounts and across institutions. Once they're successful with that little transaction, they will go bigger and they'll hit other accounts they have access to. So that's what we do at Eversafe. As I said, we look at credit, but we also look at the larger picture, holistically, all financial accounts, right? So depository accounts like checking, savings, people have usually more than one credit card and credit. We look at credit data and real estate, and we will look at activity using machine learning and some AI to review that activity across accounts and across institutions, and we personalize it. So you won't just get an alert that said, did you apply for a mortgage today? You know, that that might appear in a credit report, but we will be looking for activity across accounts and across institutions, and that's personal to you. So if you gamble every week, that wouldn't be an alert, right? But if you don't, and you gamble, that would be an alert. And I'm keeping it simple. If you open up a depository account, that would not show up in your credit report, but we will be looking for things like that. We will look for things like changes in spending, like a grocery or or food spend. If that goes up, it could be a problem. Maybe an aide or someone that's helping an older person with their shopping might be buying groceries for themselves as well. But if the food spend goes down, that could be a problem with a loved one that's actually depressed or isolated and not buying enough food.
1: So would you say that it's machine learning, but you've added uh, a number of really smart uh, algorithms, or I'm not sure how you would put it, to identify these very personal kinds of uh, traits?
0: We use machine learning to figure out what's personal for you, Dave. Um, and ordinarily, banks and, and identity theft prevention companies will not do that. And the truth is your habits change with age. So maybe you weren't using an ATM machine at two in the morning. <laughs> maybe you were using it when you were younger at two in the morning, but you're not as you get older. We will use machine learning to change what our alerts are based on your personal financial. And I activity. think
1: people can understand that it's in terms of you know when I went to Europe, I had um, somebody from the fraud division of Chase Visa call me to say, "Are you in France right now buying something at a store? <laughs> you know anything that it's a little that's an outlier? You know places will step in, and it sounds like that's similar to what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, but watch out if if you're in France. And you're posting on Facebook with pictures, scammers can see that also and call you and identify that you're traveling. So you really do have to be careful. But I'm sure you know that.
1: Right, right. Uh, Well, I mean, as I, I can't even imagine your job, Liz, chief of the elder abuse unit in Manhattan's district attorney's office. What a job. I read that you oversaw the investigation and prosecution of approximately 800 elder cases annually. And I mean, that just goes to show you how widespread this is. And I I personally know how much people care about this issue. I worked at AARP Magazine and AARP Bulletin newspaper, as well as at Freddie Mac as a content writer, editor. And I can tell you that fraud and scams are two of the most popular, widely read topics. There's just so much interest in it uh, because I think people either have the experience or they're worried that they will. And so... I believe, Liz, you also served as counsel in some successful high-profile cases, and this one, I think this is the one Howard was alluding to earlier, this one I think was a game-changer. We covered it. It was one of the top 10 stories of AARP, I believe, of all time, and it was about the trial involving the late philanthropist Brooke Astor, who was exploited by her son and his attorney. What can you tell us about that case and... Do you agree it changed the face of elder abuse coverage in this country to some extent?
0: Yeah, thanks. I think it made some changes and it, you know, maybe broaden or amplified uh, the view of elder fraud, elder financial abuse in the country, but I'm hoping it also changed the behavior of some elder law and trust and estates attorneys out there who perhaps now will be more careful when they meet an older client and simply just draft up a new will or a new codicil to a will. The Brooke Astor case got a lot of coverage. Um, There were some high profile witnesses who testified who were her friends, Barbara Walters, Henry Kissinger, and some others who were watching what happened to Brooke who was diagnosed with dementia and who was then exploited by her only son. So the things we can learn about that Are unfortunately, as in the Astor case, family members misunderstand sometimes and end up getting in trouble with the law. They are actually the largest group of exploiters of older people in almost every study that's been done.
1: I didn't know that. That's fascinating.
0: Yeah, I think there's a notion that if you're an only child or you're you're the sole beneficiary in the will, that somehow you get it early or that the law treats you differently but it doesn't. And so we did see a lot of cases involving family members in the Manhattan DA's office. But in many ways, it was just like every other case that my prosecutors had in their file drawers. It involved an adult child. He was power of attorney. He was really one of the primary beneficiaries in the will. He was the executor. His power of attorney gave him the ability to make gifts even to himself. And yet he was still tried and convicted for theft, undue influence type charges, although that's a civil term, and for scheme to defraud. And some people thought, why is this in criminal court? But when they listened to what he did to his mother, then they understood. So Eversafe is really relevant to these cases because we send alerts out, not just to our members, but to a designated team. It could be a family member. It could be a couple of family members. It could be a family member and a power of attorney or a family member and an elder law attorney or an advisor or a CPA. But we feel it's really important to have a second set of eyes keeping an eye on our financial health,
1: whether you're younger or older. Well, that's a great segue to, you know, the is. when I first saw it, I thought, oh, this is great for individuals. But what you're saying and what I've su- subsequently learned, it's also an excellent way to help protect your families and your loved ones' financial health. Can you um, speak, could you and Howard speak a little to this about how people can set up the Eversafe services for family members? For example, how does it
2: work to designate a trusted contact? So it's fairly simple. You identify who you want to have as a trusted advocate. We reach out to that trusted advocate via email for them to accept the designation as a trusted advocate so they are aware that they are an active participant in the process. And one of the beauties of the system is the member can control how much or how little information they want to share with the trusted advocate so they can get the alerts, And then you have the option, do you want them to see the balances in your accounts, transactions that are not part of the alerts? Do you want them to be able to see your your credit data? So we really give the member total control over how they, they introduce the trusted advocates. And then as far as the family is concerned, many of our members enroll the entire family. And from a single dashboard, then you can see the financial health, of everybody in the family. And it's not just alerts, but you can see the balances on all of, the, all of your accounts, credit cards, the investment accounts, the bank accounts, all in one place. And you can toggle back and forth between the individuals if you want to just see a single person's financials on the platform. So it's not just about alerting.
1: Right. For an individual to be able to control that. And I think as time goes on, you know, the fact that you can then Change it. You know, I I only imagine, I know how my situation with caregiving was and, you know, the kinds of things that I controlled increased. They didn't start out with managing all of the accounts and knowing everything, but it ended up that way. So the fact that you can gradually increase what your trusted contact or family member is privy to and can manage is, I think, a really wonderful asset. And Sasha, I want to ask you, As president of the company and with all of your clients, could you share why you find this so valuable that you found it so valuable, in fact, that you've chosen to offer it complimentary to all of your clients? You must consider this level of security and this kind of service very important.
3: Well, I have to say that my colleagues here have really done the deep due diligence and brought it to my attention as part of a package that we could offer our clients. And I'm as aware as as all of you are about the rampant amount of fraud that there is with seniors and with all of us, really. So when I learned about this program and I learned how detail-oriented it is, and then, Dave, when you shared your experience about how much you really Enjoyed getting the, uh, the feedback alerts, that you yes. were getting. You know, <laughs> the, the weekly alerts. alerts, right? It all came together, and I actually like Marshall to speak a little bit about why he really, I would say, pounded the table for our attention to the importance and the benefits of offering this to our clients.
1: Well, so Marshall, our team's tech guru, our clients rely on you <laughs> for all things operational. From your perspective, what what can you share about the features of the, the the service that that really spoke to you?
4: Yeah, I think Liz touched on it a little bit earlier where she mentioned that, you know, there are plenty of credit monitoring Services out there, but EverSafe really does a lot more than just a, your basic credit monitoring. I mean, you can monitor your your bank accounts, suspicious transactions within those bank accounts, investment and retirement accounts. Uh, it really covers a larger scope of your finances and your overall, you know, financial health. I also really like the family support. You know, where you can have the alerts that are sent to a trusted contact. Or And your designated contact, I think that's really, really powerful, especially for some of those older clients who are not comfortable signing up for any different software. You know, it's just another thing for them to have to learn and get through. So having somebody else that can receive those alerts and kind of help them monitor their finances, I think, encourages older clients to really want to use the software.
1: Right, I can see that, and one thing I wanted to pick up on that I think we we just sort of dashed over really quickly, but it's you know we're talking a lot about senior fraud, but can we talk a little about how it's used for all different types of family family members? so I can imagine that you know for your kids who are in college or setting out in their adult lives, you can use this if you want to set up monitoring on credit cards, so you can you and they can keep track of their credit, investment saving accounts, larger the larger pool of their finances, that seems to me to be a wonderful benefit as well. I mean, Howard, how did you all decide to focus on the, the entire family?
2: I mean, it cascades from, let's just call it a niche, but the niche of older individuals, they hold the vast majority of the wealth in this country, but then it cascades down to the, let's just say, the adult children, and then even the grandchildren, because you have to look at the whole picture of what's going on. The users on Eversafe range in age from newborns, because newborns can be subject to identity theft. And our oldest user, who we're proud to say enrolled herself in the service over the internet, is 101 years old. Well, that's that's amazing. <laughs> so we really cover a wide range. And once people got into it, and they saw, you know, I could see the financial health of everybody in the family. It was a natural extension of what we were doing.
1: So, Tony, and I'm wondering, you know, as our longevity planning expert and the person who deals with so many clients about this, What do you hear back in terms of feedback about the efficacy of Eversafe? Is there anything you'd like to share without naming names, of course, but is there anything you'd like to share about that?
5: Clients in particular found it very useful as they, you know, downsizing, want to bring a family member in to be a second set of eyes to oversee and to be aware of what, the activity is, uh, as Liz had mentioned, the av- activity on the credit cards and getting some comfort that, that there is awareness with this trusted advocate that can give the family peace of mind while mom is still active and and you know managing her finances but kind of transitioning into that phase of visibility and awareness so it's it's really at the top of our whole suite of our longevity planning
1: right and i want to talk to you about that that's a good segue as well but uh, in terms of you know you manage our clients uh, longevity planning concerns and you hear from them directly about this stuff. So you're hearing some good feedback, I'm taking it.
5: Very good feedback. And I think the biggest thing, <laughs> they just want to confirm the services is, is complimentary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know. <laughs> I did. I
1: did. I wanted to know for sure because, yeah. <laughs> you know, you never you never know. No free lunch in the world. But as, as the person who does manage the, the client's longevity planning, I know you manage a whole suite. Of longevity planning services for Millstone Evans Group. So, could you share a little while we're talking about it about some of the other longevity programs like Everplans and uh, the wonderful Medicare planning?
5: Uh, Sure, yeah. It's ClearMatch Medicare is a service, a complimentary consult that I host with the client and our consultant to help the client navigate through the enrollment process, uh, the decision-making process, because it is a, a decision that's very unique to the client. Also, we have the EverPlan, which is documenting all of your, how can I say, you know, your will put your...
1: Your your key financial and life information.
5: Yes, and that would have uh, a trusted advocate having access to that as well. Other decisions later in life, whether it's a client needing to navigate this or a client for a loved one, broadspire care management and pinnacle care, and also a thrive guide. As clients retire, they are They have a lot of time to think about other things than keeping their work schedule and looking at opportunities to get involved in the community, back in uh, with volunteering or whether it's music or art or so many different things that that can open up, be a trigger to some ideas that they can get reengaged.
1: You're making me think that I need to make an appointment with you, Tony, next week and talk about that. (laughs) <laughs> myself okay. as a client from the client wearing my client hat, but you're available to talk to clients about any of these longevity services and help, them, help them sign up running. and assisting mm-hmm. with whatever processes are involved. So, well, Howard and Liz, is there anything we haven't covered in today's q and I'm sure you could go on and on about all the uh, the different benefits and some of the Uh, worries and concerns. But is there anything specific that you think listeners should know about Eversafe that we haven't covered?
0: I will say that um, it's important to know that no one can move money with our service. Um, I'm not sure that we hit on that. And we don't see any personal information, any personal financial information. Um, It is probably important for the folks out there to know that we do work with a number of large financial institutions and so we've been through long sec- security review processes. And also that another thing that distinguishes us is, you know, there are plenty of older and younger people who just don't love tech. We do have people who can do some handholding with folks to walk them through enrolling if they're interested. And also a power of attorney can actually sign up their principal, um, their, their protected person for forever safe. Those were just a couple of things I thought of as we were talking. Those are
1: good points. No, I'm glad you brought them up especially. I mean all of them are good. I especially interesting about that, you know, just because you're monitoring all of these accounts doesn't mean you have access to them or can see them. And I think that uh, I didn't know that and that actually gives me a fair amount of relief too because we like our privacy. And so that's well, yeah, a very I helpful. Mean,
0: Brooke Esther's son had power of attorney, so he could move money around and buy himself a yacht with money she wanted to leave to charity. So we we are a step, I, I guess, a different step than a power of attorney. A power of attorney can sign up the person they're protecting or that they're the fiduciary for with Eversafe, but with Eversafe, you can't move money. And I do also want to mention, Dave, if it's okay with you, that you know, I had a unit of 18 prosecutors handling elder abuse cases, mostly financial exploitation. Most of the cases we got did not come directly from banks and firms and credit unions. They came from family members like, like Howard, although we couldn't prosecute his mother's case. It was a different jurisdiction. But family members have a role to play here. You know, often we hear of a family member that You know, my relative was getting older and I thought maybe they needed help, but I didn't want to infantilize them. I didn't want to be pushy or maybe, yes, my son or daughter just graduated from college, but I want them to be independent. And I think they understand bank accounts and trusts and credit cards, but I'm not sure. You know, this is a tool that can help them. You know, of course, you want to give your older and and younger adults in your family independence, but- Most of the cases we got that ended up being a problem came from family members or caregivers that just waited a little too long. They did not come directly from banks. And that's because one bank cannot see what another bank is doing with respect to Dave's finances. I
1: hear you. And as a former caregiver, I dealt with this and I did have to go to court for my mother and oh. so i I hear you on this it It's very very key, and the thing that really does strike me about this is it's not an either or and you know i I had to deal with an either or of you know you're taking away the control this is your sharing the control, and that's a very different and very big distinction uh thank you. especially thank you. for older people i I get it completely and I thank you uh Liz, and thank you, Howard, so much for taking time with us today to share. So much about your experiences with fraud and with Eversafe. You provided such great information and education and stories. Love the stories. And thank you also to Sasha, Tony, and Marshall for all of your input. Thanks to everyone listening for tuning into Money Conscious. Visit us at millstoneevansgroup.com. And you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Sasha Millstone is the president and an investment advisor with the Millstone Evans Group, a registered investment advisor located in Colorado. All opinions expressed by Sasha and her podcast guests on this show are their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the Millstone Evans Group. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. performance is not indicative of future performance. Click on the Key Disclosures tab at millstoneevansgroup.com to review important information.